This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's the Sparky Fighter, 1250 AM. The fan, along with Chad Ryder of NFL.com. Draft analyst. Follow him on Twitter at Chad underscore Ryder. You can follow me at Sparky Radio. Ryan Horvath off today. He'll be back next week as we talk about Packers, Vikings, Sunday night football there in the first segment. Confident, concerned, and curious. Coming up uh, in the next segment, the last segment of the show, we will get into our predictions. But right now, let's talk about the NFL draft. That is Chad's specialty, after all. Uh, and talk about this Packers football team uh, going in. I-, I will say that for majority of the year, I was at the they better draft a tackle in the first round. I'm still at they better draft a tackle in the first round. But cornerback now has uh, become a need uh, that has kind of risen up the charts for me uh, as we go further through this season. Obviously safety, but I don't want a safety in the first round. Uh, Chad, your thoughts on where they sit in the first round and what might be around that area? Well, I'm guessing that if they can get at least one win out of the next two weeks, they're really going to be kind of in the middle of the first round. Sure. Which which means they probably won't be in a great position to get one of the elite tackles in the draft. Uh, Fashanu from Penn State, Joe Alt from uh, Notre Dame. So then you're looking at guys like uh, Talese Fuaga from, from Oregon State, who's probably a right tackle only. And he's going to be picked probably in the middle of the first round somewhere. But it's just a matter of whether the Packers would want to move Zach Tom maybe over to left tackle where he played at uh, in, in Wake Forest. And he could potentially take that spot. So that's a possibility. Uh, but we know how the Packers love to draft defense in the first round, right? We know that. So the surprise pick that I'm saying now at the end of December is Tavondre Sweat. Nose tackle from Texas in the middle of the what? first round. I'm telling why? you, if you're looking for a surprise pick, that's it. And the reason why I say that is because their run defense has not been good. And they are could potentially lose Kenny Clark. He's coming into a contract year. 
Um, so if that's a pick that, again, surprise pick, something to file away, they could really use a big guy like that. And if he comes out at the combine and works out anywhere close to what Jordan Davis did coming out of Georgia, he's going to be in that mid round first round area. And um, so don't, that's the surprise pick that, that I think, I think could happen that, that people aren't talking about right now. A nose tackle that is going to do absolutely nothing for me. I mean, that's great. If that ends up being the pick fine. What about cornerback? Cause there are some cornerbacks that'll probably be around that, that mid first round area. Yeah. You're looking at like a Nate Wiggins, maybe out of Clemson, yep. real athletic guy. Um, he's going to be similar to Eric Stokes in terms of he's more of an athlete than, you know, an overall physical football player, which may not sit well with some people. Um, Kamari Lassiter from Georgia is a guy that we're not sure if he's going to come out yet, but he's really kind of that physical guy that I like in the first round that, that I'm not sure is going to, we'll see what happens with Georgia and whether guys are going to all come back to try to run it again next year or not. But he's another guy, um, Kool-Aid McKinstry, depending on how high a guy from Alabama is like a true cover guy. Again, if the Packers end up in the middle of the first round, they may not be able to land him. So it's really going to depend on what's going to happen in the in that middle of the first round in terms of what's available for corners. But there there's going to be a little more value. Denzel Burke from Ohio State if he decides to come out. So there's a little more um, opportunity there for a solid guy if they decide to go that way. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Packers multiple twos, Packers multiple threes. Where are where is the strength or strengths of this draft where they can really get some good value in the second and third round, even though we all know that Goody hasn't been great in the third round? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to you look at the secondary, right? I mean, that's like we've already talked about. Safety. You can get a safety, you can get a corner if they don't get it. And that's why I'm looking at other positions potentially in the first round because you might be able to get a pretty solid corner in the second round. DJ James from Auburn, for example, in the third round. You know, Kyrie Jackson from Oregon, a lot of people aren't talking about him. Former Alabama guy, he could be a third round pick that's got the size that you really want at that outside corner. So he might not be the fastest guy, but I think in the third He's one of those guys. And then there's a bunch of safeties you can look at. Tyler Newbin from, from Minnesota. Look, the Packers could have taken Brian Branch last year, and they didn't. Yep. And, and I didn't understand it at the time. I still don't. But, you know, you're going to find some value in you know corner like that, like guy like Newbin, for example, in the middle. Um, Bo Braid from, uh, from Maryland's another guy that, that can, that can kind of cover and, and is a physical player um, in that second, third round area. So you're really looking at the secondary and then the offensive line. Obviously, you got to do something about the offensive line. This is, is a solid tackle group this year. So if you can't find one in the first, you're going to be able to find one in the second. And really, in the middle of the draft, you got to get an guard, center, something yes. in the middle. You have to find that in the middle of this draft somewhere. They've taken some shots at it; it hasn't worked. But again, Zach Tom is kind of a he's an interesting guy because you can put him at center, and he has experience at left tackle, and he's done right at well right tackle. So you can kind of see what you get in this draft and move him around appropriately. Elgin Jenkins, the same situation where you can move him around a little bit too. So 
um, you, you're probably going to be looking that direction on day two. What about the running back position? Because this is a position that I think is a big question mark for the Packers, yeah. right? What do they do with Jones' contract? Um, what's he willing to play for? Does he want to stay? I think he does. Yeah. Uh, A.J. Dillon, I think, first half of the season where he's like, he's done. He's gone. He's not coming back. Uh, yeah. Then he had a burst, had a good few games. Um, last week, I don't think it was all that great necessarily. Right. Uh, but as far as running back go, I would think this has to be a position addressed in this draft yeah. at some point too. For sure. In the middle of the draft, I think you have to take a guy – um, that that you like. Uh, if they decide not to bring back AJ Dillon, which I would understand, I didn't like the pick in the second round when it happened. Regardless, but right, you know, you you're looking at a guy. You can find a really good back in the middle rounds this year. A guy who's playing today with Kentucky, Ray Davis, in the middle of this, in the middle of you know, third fourth round. Um, Audric Estime from from Notre Dame is actually pretty similar to AJ Dillon, so he's a guy I could see them. And and Braylon Allen out of Wisconsin, another yep. guy that if you want that power back in third fourth round, he's you know he could be there for you. So I think I think early on day two, late on day one would be that spot if there's a really good value for a running back. But I don't unless Dillon takes a really friendly contract. Um, Cause like you said, Aaron Jones, are going to have to do something about that country. And I think they will, I think they'll work that out, but um, I don't see Dylan returning unless he takes a very, very good deal. And then if he returns, then obviously they're going to look more later in the draft and Emmanuel Wilson, hopefully he'll go the today. I, I'm really, I want to see, he's another guy I was curious about to see if he's going to play today and how does he look? Cause it, you know, you're taking running backs in the second, third round. You can get these guys as free agents that are pretty good. And yeah, you know, he, he's going to be real. He's going to be, I hope he can play and I hope he, he contributes because he's, he was, I liked, I really liked him out of Fort Valley state. So last year. So uh, I'll be really curious about him too. Here's Chad writer, NFL.com draft analyst, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Uh, what one other thing here before we get to our predictions in the next segment, uh, the RAS score, the RAS uh, score, the athletic score, uh, they are very attached to uh, high numbers for their players that they take in the draft. When you're doing your mock drafts, you know, you do your first mock draft and you do a couple rounds and you eventually get to your seven round mock draft. Do you take those numbers into effect when you put together your mock drafts for the Packers? Uh, I mean, when I, I do the, you know, the seven round mock draft for everybody. Um, right. And that's part of the equation. There's a lot of, there's, um, uh, RAS score and, you know, obviously combine results are the base of that and the, and the pro day results are based on that. Those are correlated to how good a guy really is in the in the grand scheme of things, right? It's really, it's really you're not going to pick a guy with a high RAS score that's a fifth round football player in the second round. You just you're not going to do that. But it is a nice tiebreaker in terms of guys that are kind of in that. Well, is he worth a late second or early third or late third? So you're kind of in that as a, as a tiebreaker. I will look at those numbers to make sure. But in the end, if the guy's not a solid football player or a guy who's really worth it on film as a T2 guy, I'm not going to move a guy up because of his risk score. It's really what you see on the field is a result of the athleticism that they show on, on testing. And if you test great and he's not playing well, then there's something off and you really have to watch it, what, see what that is. So those are guys you pick later on day three to see if they become something. The Donald driver who could jump out of the drill, you know, wasn't the greatest receiver ever. jumps out of the, out of the gym. You take a chance on him in the seventh round, see if you can become something, but overall it's a tiebreaker. It's something you look at, but it's just one factor in the process. 
Follow Chad on uh, Twitter at Chad underscore writer, R-E-U-T-E-R. You can follow me at Sparky Radio. Take a quick time out. Come back. We'll make our predictions. Packers, Vikings, Sunday night football. Must win for both teams if they want to be playoff bound here uh, in 2023, heading into 2024. We'll do that next.